Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hairstylist Podcast. This is the podcast for the stylist who wants to work their magic behind the chair and make more money, all without sacrificing their health both mentally and physically. I'm your host, Shelby Bancourt. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. It really does help get this podcast out there and so it can reach more like-minded stylists just like you. So today's a very special episode. Today, I want to be talking to you about a project that I have been working on and it's called the Happy Healthy Hairstylist Challenge. So this is a 45-day challenge that you can sign up at any time. It is free. I do have um, a Facebook group that is um, tied into this, which will give you, you know, a little bit of community behind this challenge because it is challenging. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, when, when people... When I tell stylists about that, they're like, oh, I could do that, but you know, this part seems hard. And it's like, well, yeah, it's supposed to be difficult because doing things that are difficult creates confidence. And if there's anything that we know as hairstylists is that confidence is really freaking essential in how we work. No one wants to go to the stylist who isn't confident, who doesn't like believe that they can give the the client what they want. So confidence comes in so many different ways and the way that we build confidence is by doing hard things. So let me just tell you a little story. You know, I've been the stylist that had really bad habits, (laughs) so to say. So I would show up late or I would show up at the same time as my client and you know, I always worked at salons that kind of like forced me out of that. Cause like when, when I first started out, um, there was no, there wasn't that much structure in the salon that I first worked at when I was in Massachusetts and I would just show up. Like if I had a 10 o'clock appointment, I would show up at 10 o'clock. Um, and I started noticing that the other stylists would show up a little bit earlier. And what happened was when I would show up at 10 o'clock, I didn't have time to make a cup of coffee. I didn't have time to set up my station. I was just like, oh shit, I'm here. I'm right on time. If I hit any bit of traffic, it was like the end of like my my routine. Like my routine was so thrown off. And honestly, it was really stressful. <laughs> and then when I started working at um, a salon here in Florida, we had like a rule that if you're early, I mean, if you're on time, you're late. And I'm sure you've heard that. And it's something that I really have implemented in my own business. And it was actually like really nice to be like, okay, if I have a 10 o'clock appointment, I have to be there by 9.45. Like if I'm not there at 9.45, then I'm late. And when I started showing up a little bit earlier, I had time to put away my things, to, you know, talk with the other people who are in the salon, to just like, I don't know, fix my makeup. Like if I felt like, you know, I was a little sweaty in the car and I needed to like touch up my makeup or touch up my hair, like I had a little bit of time. So it really helped me not, you know, it helped me start my day off right. And when you start your day off right, it's like, it's... How many bad things can really happen? You know what? No, I'm going to take that back. Starting your day off right allows you to 
not feel like there is many bad things that could happen to you during the day. So we've all heard of the whole like the, you know, bad morning. I woke up late. I rushed to work. I hit every fucking red light because you only hit red lights when you're running late. And then you show up to work, you're stressed out, all this kind of stuff. It's like, why would you want to start your day off that way? So I think it's really essential that um, we practice being early. And being early is being on time, in my opinion. So I would also go throughout my day busy, like not stopping. And if you're a busy stylist, you know what I mean? Like you don't have time to stop. And halfway through the day, all of a sudden it's like, damn, I'm so hungry. Like, I don't know what to do. And of course you didn't bring food and you're like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to like figure this out. And most of the time we turn to coffee because we're like, all right, coffee, it, you know, it makes me feel like I'm eating something. It's delicious. Cause who doesn't love coffee? And but coffee is only going to hold you over for so long. You're hungry. So you're going to open up that delivery service app and you're going to order whatever's quickest, whatever is coming in the fastest. Knowing that it doesn't matter what time it really comes in, because by the time that the food comes, you're busy, you're doing something else. You don't have that 10 to 15 minutes. So now you're eating cold food. And I've done this forever because I am the worst cook ever. Like I, I really am. So I would eat cold food and then I would feel like crap because I ordered something that probably wasn't good for me. Then I ate it and it didn't even taste good. And then now I'm like bloated, all the things. It's just like, oh, like what a way to like spend your day. And with all that, I was really upset because I had a a headache. I like couldn't think straight because I was hungry. And it's just like, when we think about it, you're probably laughing right now because you're like, damn, this is so me. And maybe I'm exaggerating it a little bit more because trust me, I get it. I, I was the stylist. I didn't think I had a problem. I didn't think that me drinking three, four cups of coffee was a problem. I would brag about this. I would be like, oh my God, like, oh, you can't handle coffee after six o'clock. I can handle coffee until like nine o'clock and I can go right to bed after this. But it's kind of unhealthy when we think about that. And not because I, I want you to know that just because you can do it doesn't mean it's like good for your body. So now in going back to the situation, like I was spending so much money. Like, can we talk about the money that we spend on these delivery services? It's like, oh yeah, I wanted like a $10 meal, but then tip and fees and all this kind of stuff and like convenience. Cause like, I wouldn't just order one time a day. I would come home and I'd order something else or like, I'd be like, oh, I want a dessert and I want it from this place. And it was just like, I was so spoiled and we are, we're so spoiled by these freaking delivery services. Cause when I first became a hairdresser, it was like, all right, if I want it delivered, I can only have pizza or Chinese. And like, that was it. And now it's like, you name it, you got it. And especially here in Miami, like, oh my God, the food is so good. (laughs) It's so good. And there's so much to like choose from. So with all this being said, behind the chair, I was also having the same conversations behind the chair over and over and over again. Like, what am I doing? What's this? What's that? And it was like, it was one of those things that if I wasn't talking about hair, 
I didn't know what to talk about. And this really became a problem when I started having a social life. And I started, honestly, I remember when I was like dating before I met Josh, I was dating and I would talk to people out and about and I would be like, honestly, like if we're not talking about what I do, aka hair or like your hair or anyone else's hair, I don't really know what to talk about. Like it's nothing kind of interests me. I don't know about like politics or like the news or anything like that. And I, and it became a really big insecurity of me. I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to talk about. And I don't have anything to talk about. And how do like these other people have so much to say? Like they must have way more interesting lives than me. And I do agree that like maybe I was a little boring because I was like working all the freaking time as you would when you're like a new stylist in a new city trying to build up your career and all this. Like my, my life was work. And you know, talking to anyone, I didn't have friends. I had clients. And what did I talk to with my clients? I talked about their hair. I talked about them. I talked about like all the things I like to talk about. And I didn't think it was a problem until I started dating, until I started having like a social life where I was like, oh shoot, I need to talk about other things. So with all of that, at the end of the day, I would leave the salon just to go to bed. Like I was, I was, working a lot of hours and I would come home after the salon after my day at work I would maybe eat (laughs) because I was probably freaking hungry because I've been hungry all freaking day (laughs) and then I would go to bed just to do it all again tomorrow so that lifestyle I don't know if any of that resonated with you but it's a problem and you want to know what the problem is Our industry demands so much from us and we are too busy taking care of everyone else so we don't take care of ourselves. The, like, it's such a problem and I want you to know that, like, it's not normal. In any other industry, you have lunch breaks, you, like, have time to, like, decompress. Like, we apologize to pee. We literally say, I am sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. Not that our clients care, but because we're sorry that we had to step away from being this like fucking magical human being to pee, (laughs) to eat, to like have a second to ourselves. So this challenge is for the stylist who is constantly working, who lives on delivery services, who's always tired, who can't think straight, who has back problems, knee problems, all the problems, the wrist problems. I'm, I'm speaking to you. I spent years being proud of my long work hours because it showed how like quote unquote successful I was. Like I was really proud that I worked till 11, 12 o'clock at night. I had no freaking boundaries in my business. I ate whatever I wanted all the time because it was so accessible to me. I bragged about my caffeine addiction like it, it didn't seem like an addiction at the time but like you know now that I think about it I'm like oh yeah I was definitely addicted to coffee <laughs> and I do love it and I'm not saying that in this challenge I'm just saying right now I'm not gonna tell you you can't have coffee so like wipe the sweat off your forehead <laughs> actually one of my friends is like you should fuck with people and tell them no coffee and I was like oh my god I would never do that because honestly I wouldn't do this challenge <laughs> so All in all, I felt like crap and I wasn't happy. 
So I had to change. I had to change the way I worked. I started, for one, moving my body before I went to work. I would find like some sort of time. Sometimes it was like 20 minutes. Sometimes it was an hour, whatever. I would move my body before work because I was like, there's no way in hell that I'm going to live this life where I wake up, go to the salon all fucking day, come home, sleep and go to bed. I mean, come home and sleep. <laughs> and I, it just, it, that was my life and I didn't have a life. So I was like, you know what? At least if I can wake up a little bit earlier and do like a little bit of a workout, move my body, I can at least like see other people at the gym or go for a walk or whatever. Have some sort of time that was like for myself. I started bringing snacks to the salon. Oh, I arrived early, obviously. So like I started, like I was kind of forced into it, but now like that I'm a business owner and that I am like more independent, even before I was a business owner, I always liked going to the salon earlier than my client because I just didn't want to feel the rush. I didn't want to run behind. I started bringing snacks to the salon, bringing water, like drinking water instead of like 10 cups of coffee. And I realized that, oh, wow, like, yes, I have to pee more. It's whatever. It is what it is. But I didn't feel like crap. Like I wasn't bloated. I wasn't like feeling foggy or hangry or had headaches. Like it's amazing what water can do. Like if you have a headache every single day, check your hydration because that was a huge thing for me. I used to like pop a Tylenol every single day and turns out I was just dehydrated. It's not that I like had like a brain. I was like, I literally have a brain issue. Like there's something wrong. Like maybe my brain's too big and it's just like throbbing on my head. <laughs> you know, the little things that we say that sound ridiculous that could have just been solved by drinking more water. So all in all, I'm not perfect, but I am happy. And these things, these rules, these, you know, tasks that I'm going to explain in a second in my challenge are ones that have helped me be happier and healthier behind the chair. And it's honestly something that has inspired this whole freaking movement that I'm doing with the podcast, with my coaching, with my social media. Like, I just want to help you feel better behind the chair. I just want to change the way that our industry works behind the chair. So let's get into it. What is this challenge? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> You're like, Shelby, you should have told me this like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so it's a 45-day challenge. I'm going to ask six tests from you. One of them is going to be to move your body for 45 minutes. Why 45 minutes? I think that by the time you get to the gym, you work out, you change, and then get ready to go to work, that 15 minutes is really nice. Sometimes when it runs over an hour, it's like, oh my God, like now it's like an hour and a half. But 45 minutes, it's really nice. I, I go for walks. I don't care how you move your body. You can go for a walk. You can march in place. You can, I don't know, do yoga. You can do whatever you want as long as you're moving your body. And like, if you want to meditate, I don't think that that really counts. Like you should be like, if you're going to do yoga and you want to meditate during that, that's fine. But like the point is to move your freaking body. Then your second task is to drink a half gallon of water. Okay. I know what you're thinking. Holy shit, Shelby, a half gallon's a lot. It's really not. At first, when I wanted to make this challenge, I wanted to do a gallon, but I understand the hairstylist life because I am a hairstylist. I get it. 
the peeing every 20 minutes sucks, especially when you're a busy stylist. So what I do with this is I'll have like a half gallon jug and I fill it into like smaller containers. So maybe before you go to work, what I would do is as soon as I wake up, I drink a glass of water. Before I leave the house, I drink my second glass of water. Then in the salon, I have to drink like two glasses of water. And then when I go home, I drink the rest. It should be about one more glass. I, depending on how big your glass is or whatever, you can find ways to like cut down that half gallon because trust me, you don't want to be chugging the water at the end of the night before you go to bed because you're going to be peeing every five minutes. Like you're going to have a horrible sleep and you're going to be cussing me. And I don't want that. I want this to be like a good challenge for you. So drinking a half gallon water. The third is to read 10 pages of an educational or inspirational book. So remember when I said that I didn't really have things to talk about and I felt kind of like, to be honest with you, I felt dumb. Like I felt like I wasn't educated. I didn't know how to have conversations with people. But the beauty of it is that you can learn anything that you want. So you want to learn more about mindset. You want to learn a little bit more about building your business. You want to learn a little bit something about, I don't know, what whatever. Here's your chance. 10 pages a day really isn't a lot. And as a little pro tip, don't, if you're not a reader and okay, first off, you can't use Audible. You can't use any of those like audiobooks. You need to hold a physical freaking book. You can have like the, you know, um, the tablet that like you turn the page and that that's okay. Like that's fine. But I don't want you to be listening. I want you to be fully in like reading aware of what's going on in the book. Um, you, you might be saying, but I just want to read like this fictional shit. Well, okay. Fictional shit isn't going to get you, you know, anywhere in life. <laughs> Not really anywhere. Cause like, obviously I'm going to get people who are going to like DM me or message me, but you know, like take this with a grain of salt. I want you to be the best version of yourself and reading a fictional story over reading an educational or inspirational book wins like I mean doesn't win <laughs> now I'm confusing you I just want you to be more educated and that's the whole point of this is to make you be the better version of yourself to create more confidence so read something that's educational I'm happy to give you suggestions if you're not like sure what to read because I've read a lot of books lately um and I feel so much smarter and it's really helped me word things a lot better and feel less dumb to be honest with you like it really does so reading 10 pages of an educational or inspirational book your fourth thing is that you have to arrive 15 minutes before your first client so if your client's at 11 a.m 10:45, your client's at 5 p.m 4:45. i don't care show up earlier than your first appointment now you come into the salon and it's 4.45, your appointment's at 5 o'clock, and your client's already there, well, your client understands that they're going to have to wait 15 minutes before, like, or that you just got in. It's, it's accepted. One of the things I hate is when I have an appointment with someone, a doctor, my facialist, my nail tech, and I see them roll up later than my appointment. Even if it's by two minutes, I don't care. I have shit to do. I'm busy and 
I like I would like for them to respect my time so I would never do that to one of my clients I don't like it I think it looks unprofessional like your client may brush it off like they don't care but maybe they don't know the difference maybe if they started seeing you as a stylist who showed up earlier than them and was waiting on them and prepared then they would appreciate you more respect you more respect your time more think about that because I tell like when, when I'm going for a facial and my girl isn't on time, I will straight up consider canceling my appointment. If she shows up 10 minutes late, like I get it. She has another appointment. I'm not her first appointment of the day. She's running a little bit, bit behind. I, I'm a human. I get it. I, I've done that behind the chair. But if I'm your first appointment and you can leave your house five minutes earlier to get here on time... I don't really have sympathy of it. If something happened, you have traffic, whatever, at least you have a buffer. At least if like you were stuck in traffic for 10 minutes, you still have five minutes before you get to the salon, before that appointment time is. But if you're like, you're banking on being there just on time and then you hit 10 minutes of traffic, now you're behind 10 minutes of your day, which is gonna trickle over for the rest of the day. I just think it's something that is both respect to yourself, your future self, and your client. And then the the next thing is you cannot order out. You have to bring a lunch or snacks. No delivery services. So you have to pack something. And this is only 45 days. Like, here's the thing. I want you to create ha- healthier habits behind the chair. So I know already I've gotten questions with people who are like, but what if I like brought leftovers from yesterday and it was out? That's fine. You prepared your meal. You thought ahead of time on what you're going to eat. But what I don't want you to do is consider coffee as a meal or to scavenge around and overspend on delivery services when you could have just planned snacks or foods behind the chair. This is to help you save money and help you feel better behind the chair. If you choose that your food that you're going to eat is going to make you feel like crap, well, maybe tomorrow you're going to feel differently because you're going to have to move for 45 minutes every single day. And you'll realize real quick that when you're working a full schedule and you have to exercise, you want to see results. You want to like feel better. So you're probably going to want to pick something that's a little bit healthier, a little bit lighter, a little bit better for your body while you're doing a a challenge, especially. It's like, come on, come on. You know what's good and what's bad. And if you need me to tell you what's good or bad, just look it up. Like, uh, like if you feel guilty about eating that, you probably shouldn't eat that. That's kind of like how I make my choices. It's like, do I feel bad about eating this? Or like, would my higher self, like my future self, my higher version of myself feel bad about eating this? Maybe once in a while, not a big deal, which is why I'm not having you follow a diet. If you want to follow a diet, you can. If you want to like restrict like what types of foods you're not going to eat during this time, you can. I'm not making that a rule. I'm just saying that you have to bring food with you to the salon to create a better habit. And then the last thing is no alcohol. And yes, this includes weekends, days off of the salon, after hours, all this. Why do I say that? Because I think that 45 days without alcohol is actually really nice. Like you'll feel more clear, more clear headed. You, it may be difficult for some people, especially when it comes down to like dinner. And I understand that there's, you know, health benefits of having, 
you know, a glass of red wine or something like that, like whatever, whatever. I just want you to be the most mentally clear throughout this process. I want you to feel the best. And I don't think that alcohol is one of those things that's make, that's going to make you feel good. So it's 45 days. Suck it up. I haven't drank, like, okay, first off, for anyone who's going to argue with me over alcohol, we just got over a pandemic. The health of ourselves is really fucking important. And if you think that alcohol does anything for your health, like benefits wise, before going into work, being exposed to all these people, mask or not, you are like alcohol just lowers your immune system, most alcohol, because I don't want to hear that you Googled something and that you're like, Shelby, but this alcohol is actually good for me. I don't care. It's 45 days. If you really need all these excuses on why you can't give up alcohol, don't give up alcohol. If you're an alcoholic and you need it, then don't do the challenge. No one's making you do this challenge. It's you versus you. I'm creating the platform and I'm creating the, the rules because this is something that has changed my life. I remember going into, into the salon foggy and hungover and feeling all the feels and throwing up in between clients because I was 21, 22 when I was a hairdresser and I just moved to Miami. So I had my fair share of freaking, you know, I didn't sleep last night and these, this is still the makeup from the night before and I feel like shit. So we may not be in our tw early 20s anymore and some of you are, but all in all, drinking alcohol before work or drinking alcohol and all in all, it's not good for your... Also, I almost forgot one last thing. If you fail one of the days, meaning you forget to drink all your water or you forget to do your 45 minute exercise, moving your body, whatever. Um, any of the six tasks, you drink alcohol, you have like one drink, you start from day one. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I think this is going to be the biggest game changer because it's 45 days straight. There's no oh, but I went out with my friends and it was her birthday or, oh, I like, I just, I had one more glass of water or I did a 20 minute workout instead of 45 or I split up my workouts because that does not count. You can't do two 20 minute, 22.5 minute workouts. It has to be all together. This is a challenge. It's meant to be challenging. It's meant to test you. It's meant to bring you into the best version of yourself. So you fail on day 42, you start at day one. You fail at day 17, you start at day one. Got it? All right, now we're going back. So I hope that you understand and I hope you like these rules. So I'm gonna put these rules in the show notes and also I will put a link to my Facebook group. You can also DM me on, um, on Instagram at shelby.bettencourt and I'm happy to send you the link to the Facebook group if you wanna join it. I'd appreciate it if you did. That way I can like see everyone who's doing it and if you have any questions, you can like they can all be answered there. Um, I do have like a printout calendar in there so you can like check off the days and I think that this is something that is really like exciting and I, again, 45 days isn't a long time. And I think that this is like something that our industry hasn't really done before. This is a challenge specifically for hairstylists on how to be healthier behind the chair. So if you know a stylist that should do this challenge or you want to tell someone about this challenge, please share this episode. And 
I would appreciate it so much because I just want to help all the stylists. I freaking love you guys. I love our industry and I think that this is going to be amazing for us. So if you have any questions, you can always DM me as well at shelby.betancourt. And as always, you are what you think you are. Aspire to inspire. And I'll catch you next time.